Hello, Ben. Chris Friesen. How's it going? Good, man. I've been uh, anticipating this moment nervously like a little schoolgirl waiting for you to call me and ask me to the dance here. <laughs> well, uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, how am I sounding today? You sound perfect. Awesome. Good. Kind of changed up a little thing. Uh, a couple of things to make it sound a little bit better, I hope. No, man. It's clear as, clear as day. Awesome. I, th- I think I've got butterflies in my stomach here. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, I left off last uh, after our last chat with all these questions. Like, there are all these things that I'm sitting here going, I want to know about this. And I want to know about that. And like, we don't know your mom's name yet. Nope. We don't know. Uh, if, like, fuck, I want to know if she killed somebody, like, who it was, how it happened, all that shit. We got to find out who your dad is. I want to know who this girl that was your first love was. <laughs> like, there's so many angles. There's so many things that can happen. We, like, who were the nurses that took care of you in the hospital? Yeah. Some of those don't have answers, but some of those do have answers. Yeah, but man, what if we found out some of those answers? Man, I could do the research and I could find out. I probably could find out. Like, we should try and find out who your dad is if you want to. Oh, that is, uh, that's pretty, that was, that was high on my list. It's kind of gone down now, but. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Fuck, man. Let's, like, we should, as we have these conversations, we should, like, all these things are going to come up, right? Like, we're just, it's just going to keep unfolding, and it's going to be fun conversation, and we're going to be exploring all this different shit. But, like, we should try and have people on if we can. Yeah. Like, if your aunt would come on, or, like, whoever, and let's just freaking dig deep, and let's... Like, how fucked up would it be if, like, we had your, I guess, your half-brother, right? Is that what it would be? A step-brother, half-brother? Uh, yeah, my step-brother. Like, imagine if he was on the cast. It would be insane. This is, you know? yeah, these are all, wow, these are crazy ideas that I didn't even think about before. But, yeah, we definitely could do um, all that and more. I'm Ben Grenell, and this is Character. Episode 2, Life's a Hard Flip. much this has turned into more of like a journey a discovery journey it's amazing i the, like man i think that this is basically like the princess bride and you're the old man and i'm fred savage i, 
don't even know what the Princess Bride is, but okay. Come on, one of the greatest movies of all time, and we're gonna get Inigo Montoya searching for the six-fingered man who killed his father. Oh, <laughs> I think I have to watch this movie because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, uh, cult classic, cult classic. Ah, uh, man, I have so many opinions on cult classics. Well, I'm sure it'll come up in more <laughs> conversation. Yeah, definitely. So I think we left off with uh, Nintendo. We were talking Nintendo. You were basically you were in the women's shelter, or the whatever it was, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And we were so, talking about um, that was like my fondest memory of that whole situation. Well, there's two, three. There's three actually that I'm thinking about it now. Um, but yeah, that's where we left off. Um, Speaking of Nintendo, the new Nintendo system is coming out next month. I don't even know anything about it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally getting it. I haven't had a Nintendo system since the Super Nintendo. So this is pretty exciting. Man, um, maybe maybe uh, you can... Maybe we'll find a way to get you one. Oh, I've already pre-ordered one. <laughs> well, look at you. <laughs> me, me, Cody, and Brittany have all pre-ordered a... Uh, the switch it's called nintendo switch <laughs> so you, you all live together yep but each of you needs your own nintendo oh definitely see it's not like it was when we were kids it wasn't like you had your nintendo system and you had like 12 friends over and you each took turns that's not how it is anymore i mean i'm sure it is like that for some kids but more when you're an adult gamer it's not like that anymore so what you like sit in some say, gaming chair and put on headphones and just like sit beside each other and that's like that's yeah, how you do it? or no headphones if it's more of a casual thing because the way that video games have turned out is um there's not like single screen multiplayer anymore you, you can't play like i don't know mario bros together or something like that it's you all have to do everything all online they uh. they've totally cut the like I mean, the Switch is supposed to bring more, to, like, to people together. So, like, it's for parties and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, the games that I want to play are mostly going to be, like, over the internet. So Crazy. Yeah. So, how did, uh, I remember you, you liked that there was a game with some rhino on a surfboard. How did, tell me about that. That's kind of where we left off. You, you love playing that game. That was one of your fondest memories. Oh, man. I just remember, I think it was, we were talking about, like, how there's not really school. It was more like a daycare kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of felt cool. It kind of felt like a school situation, too. But it was just, like, instead of school, I got to play video games. So it was, like, freaking sweet. Um, but I just remember, I think it was my first, like, instance of like going to like the daycare or whatever they would consider it and uh we sat in this room and it was just the boys it was just me and the other boys i didn't know anyone and we were just taking turns playing nintendo games and it got to i, I got to my um my choice and i guess every once in a while you ch chose to switch up the game and uh when i was younger when i um would always visit my own mind i always play mario and stuff so i knew nintendo but I didn't know different games. Like we only had um, Mario and like Christmas or like um, Easter or something like that. Me and my cousin would sit down and beat the original Mario game. But anyway, so um, sitting down and uh, I just picked a random game 
I didn't even I don't even know what it was called. Um, and it was just this awesome game where you were like this rhino on a surfboard, and I was so addicted to it, and I always wanted to play it. Um, but when I was that age, I wasn't such I wasn't the greatest kid. I was I was pretty rotten, because I mean um, I was still getting used to um, the divorce, and I was still getting used to like uh, not getting my way and stuff. So I wasn't the greatest kid. Um, so I met up at the time. I know we were going to go talk about the Super Nintendo story, but I'll just branch off on this for a little bit. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. So um, there was this kid named Matthew, and he um, was basically my best friend when I was in this place. We did everything together. We went to the daycare together. We did Easter things together. We did uh, basically everything together. And uh, I just remember one night I was really sick with um, with uh, some stomach problems, so I wasn't sleeping. So I was always up going to the washroom, and he went to the washroom, and he's like, I couldn't sleep. So I was like, man, let's just go, let's just go break into the room and play the surfing game all night long. Like, let's just do it. So we like got up the courage to like walk through the halls and like go downstairs and go into the room, and we were playing this game for like i don't know we weren't playing that long before somebody found us and we got scolded and it was just i don't know it was like partner in crime after that we just kind of got in a lot of trouble together all the time like i remember we called the we called 911 as a joke like we were just like what happens when you call 911 so we just like called 911 and then hung up right afterwards and then they called back and um one of the older people that were looking after us they're like oh i don't know what's going on but they knew it was us because we were the ones that always caused problems um so yeah so so this is the introduction to matthew and and do you know matthew still like do you know where he is or what's his deal um i i don't now the thing is it before i before i discuss the matthew issue i'd like to introduce stacy is that your first love this is my first love Oh shit. Okay, so Stacy. And this is weird because now looking back, it just it reminds me of a 90s like Boy Meets World type of type of show cuz when I see it in my mind, that's how I see it. But it was like, you know, me and Matthew, we were this duo that hung out every day, all day, and like caused a lot of problems. And then this girl with her mother just walks in. And I'm just standing there with Matthew and like we haven't seen new people in probably like months, like we have, it's just been me and Matthew. So like this, this woman walks in with this girl, and the I remember, um, she had long brown hair, and she had this choker. I'm not really sure what they're called. It's like this plastic thing that girls seem to wear. Yeah, um, a choker, like yeah, a little like a necklace thing. Yeah, it's it's like plastic, and you just pull it over your head. It doesn't like have a chain or anything. And I remember she wore this choker, and I'm just like, oh man. That's cool. Like I don't I don't know why I thought it was that cool, but I was like that's choker thing's cool. And then like she was very shy. Like very shy and she was older than us. Much older. Not much older, but like at least 2 or 3 years older than us. She just seemed so mature. Like but you were 10 years old at this time. So if somebody's 2 years older, that's a big difference at that age. Yeah, like the maturity level, and especially girls to boy ratio at that age. I, I'm pretty sure that most people would say that girls are more mature, 
even though they're not. I mean, my 13-year-old sister, she's, uh, she's not very mature. But uh, Okay, wait. I didn't even know this. I know you have a brother. You have a sister, too? Yeah, I do. And um, uh, we can get into that a little bit more later on. But I have how, a... Th- how many siblings do you have? So siblings that I know of, there is um, my half-brother, who I kind of looked after when he was younger. His name is Owen. Okay. And then I have a uh, 13-year-old sister, half-sister. Her name is Keegan. Like right now, she's 13? She's 13 right now. And uh, she calls me every day. And then, but you have your brother too. Yeah. So I have my brother. We're not close. Um, oh, wait. Is is the brother you're talking about the half-brother? Okay, or so the... there's... Okay, so there's... There's Owen and Keegan. Those are from my mother's side. The other half-brother would be from my dad's side. Gotcha. So I don't know anything about that kid. Like, at all. That's the one we're going to talk to. Hopefully. Yeah, that's the one we're going to talk to. And I think he'd be pretty down to sit down with us because he's been wanting to get in touch with me and, like, have a discussion. And uh, his mother thinks it'd be really cool if he, you know, had an older brother or something to hang out with. And I'm not really opposed to it. Um, but I, I did grow up with my grandfather. And um, my brother Owen and my – well, my half-brother Owen and my half-sister uh, Keegan, my grandfather – is partially at fault to why I never knew them at all. He basically was like, they're your siblings, half siblings, but you're not going to have anything to do with them. I was just like, and as younger, I was just like, okay, I guess I just won't know them. And then, uh, the reason why me and my sister are so close, um, is because, um, at first, like we didn't, like know each other like i met her once when she was a child but i moved away after high school i moved to a small town uh, close by called gimli yeah um because of a different girl crown royal factories there and yeah. that's that's where we drive to go ice fishing yeah i'm pretty sure it's just a distil- water distillery but everybody thinks that's a crown i'm a, i can't actually you can't believe me on those facts but that's what people there told me just some big power plant there's like a bunch of homer simpson sitting behind the (laughs) boards basically um so yeah so the reason that me and my sister are so close now is because my mother passed away two years right Um, that was two years ago she passed away yeah was that two years ago i'm pretty sure that's two or three years ago and how how did she how did she pass away well there's again um because my family likes to hide information and likes to not talk about things, there's two different scenarios that happened here. But I believe my brother, my stepbrother and my stepbrother, uh, sister's father over anybody's opinion because he knew my mother growing up. So I believe his uh, opinion over even my own family's. Um, she OD'd. Okay. Uh, she wasn't... Um, she's She tried a bunch of times um and it it never worked out she always went back to drugs so at christmas time she od'd and uh it, she passed away on christmas on christmas day on christmas day she passed away holy shit man and and it's sad because like last year not this this last christmas but the christmas before i went to like my family where my aunt and my grandfather were 
and um they didn't even like acknowledge her existence like it, that's how deep the ignoring a problem goes is to not acknowledge somebody's passing like they're they're religious and they say prayers at dinner i don't i don't bow my head i just sit there and they didn't even mention her which is kind of just strange to me i mean like like it kind of opens my eyes to like is this how you guys were my entire life like just like how much do i not know because you guys just like to hide everything and, and believe it doesn't exist um so that's basically why me and my sister are so close is because at my mother's funeral we met for the first second time ever like i i met her when she was a newborn and then i only met her when she was 11 i guess she would have been 11 or 12 at the time i can't remember it's and two so, years and were you in contact with your mom around that time like how did it go down that you found out that she had passed away um well my aunt called me her sister and she knew because she knew my aunt um my mother's sister knew that um my grandfather wasn't was gonna have a hard time telling me and so was my aunt because gonna have a hard time telling me so uh i guess somehow my um my mom's sister thought that it'd be best she tell me and probably for the best because it'd be really weird to see my grandfather in, in that kind of state knowing that his daughter passed away um, of course yeah so and me and my aunt are like the there's three people in my family that i feel like us three we we understand from an outside point of view because we're the loners of the family it's like my my aunt my um my mom's sister and then there's my grandfather's brother who is it's strange that he's like that because um like my aunt and my great aunt and my grandfather and him all grew up together but somehow he's completely different than all the rest which is awesome i mean the guy's amazing he goes to he goes to university he's retired and he just goes to university just for the hell of it just for kicks to learn and i mean that's really cool that's super cool yeah and uh yeah i only see him i I only see him like once a year and it's always at the gay pride parade oh Uh, really yeah, so he, I never... he's, he's like a progressive dude. Never mind being like a progressive menno. He's like a progressive dude, period. And then add his age on top of it. Yeah. Like, very progressive dude. He's a. Maybe he's on like the cover of U of M's, uh, like the university catalog, the mature student with the backpack. Yeah. Handsome <laughs> devil. He, he looks like he's a straight hillbilly, though. He has no front teeth. He's flapping gums long like straggly hair looks like my grandfather but with glasses all the time it's he looks kind of funny like he's he doesn't look for like like his smarts he's yeah he's funny though he we we don't talk but we when we do talk we do get along better than any of the rest of our family because we're the most alike i feel what's his name his name is walter 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 friesen classic yep and and so you when so when your mom passed away were you actually in contact with her around that time? No, okay. So this gets a little a little strange cuz all of these everything's kind of melding together now, all these stories. But um so at one point in my life, so I was older now and I was um skateboarding a lot. Like skateboarding was my 
as soon as I was, I was, I was a, basically a prodigy at the damn sport too. Um, I picked up a skateboard and I learned the basic trick in one day. I forced myself to learn this damn trick, the ollie. I learned it. I ollied over a stick in my first day, and from there on, I was just like smooth sailing. I was just really good. Um, but um, where was I going with that? Talking to your mom, being in oh, contact right. with her. Right, right, right. So at that point, I was doing a lot of videos for skateboarding. I was really into that kind of thing, like recording. Like every teen's dream, they wanted to um, record a, a, a demo tape and give it off to their favorite skate company and get sponsored and, and live the rest of their life just skateboarding. So that's what we did, me and my friends. We'd always do really stupid things on, 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 uh, on film and then try to put together a tape uh, to send off somewhere. Who, and, who did uh, you want to get sponsored by? Oh, man. I was obsessed with this brand called Lakai. Yeah. Lakai Shoes. And uh, what boards did I... I really like this board brand called Seek that doesn't exist, exist anymore. Is Rob Deerdeck. I don't know if you've seen Rob Deerdeck on that TV show. It's like Rad Ridiculous or something. Rad something. I don't know. He does really stupid things on TV. I don't think it's on anymore. Zero was my my poison your poison yeah the punk skaters yep the yeah. bangers the, the, tight, the guys tight black jeans yep the guys was, that would just throw them yeah. down sets and just like hope they landed things that was my game that's who i thought you'd be uh, in jamie yeah jamie, jamie thomas. thomas jamie thomas and i was definitely at that time i mean like when i was a kid we didn't have skate parks at every corner of the city like we do now it was always like trying to go skate some set or something that was um in the middle of downtown where you, you got kicked off in like five minutes and uh like we didn't have all this like i couldn't just go to a corner and go to a really awesome skate park that had smooth cement it was always like building ramps and like building rails and waxing curbs kids are lucky they don't have to do that stuff anymore no that's a, it's a lost art form yep um so yeah so that was my life then and and uh, me telling telling you that is just shows how important skateboarding was to me like it was on my mind 24 7 like when i was in school um anything like i used to i only in in high school i only went to i had a i remember i had a consumer math class and i only went to it like three times i never went to that class because it was the class right before lunch and all my friends had that spare so i never went to that class and i went skateboarding instead so skateboarding was like my ultimate like i thought that i was gonna just push this thing and make it real far anyway so my mother um i'm older now my mother's out of jail and we do things over here and here and there but i'm older so i'm more focused on like i got to that age where it's more like friends matter more than family so i was always with my friends and like my mom was around and we do things but it wasn't like all the time and um i didn't at the time um i didn't have a computer or the internet at my house so i always went to my oma's house is where my great aunt lives and that's her current house today um they had an old computer with internet and i used to go there after school to usually do homework and play video games and then i'd go home and eat and then i'd come back from like i don't know like six till like nine and then i'd go home again so i was always there and my mom 
got in contact with my Oma and my aunt, and uh, she said that she wanted to get better, but she needed a place to stay and she needed money. Um, so she was like, okay, you can live with us. So my mo my mother lived with um, my Oma and my aunt for a long time. This is after she got out of jail? Yeah, this is much after, like and, way later. This is like after my little brother was born. And you're, you're like you're under 15 still? Like you're still at your grandpa's place? Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm, I'm past. Um, well, no, no, I'm still there. I'm like 12, 13, around that, 12, 13, 14, probably 13 or 14 more like. You haven't been kicked out yet? I haven't been kicked out yet. That, um, that happened that happened at like when I was, you know, at that stage where defiance, like I started to think on my own and I didn't believe everything that I heard from my grandfather. I, I started to have my own opinions and that doesn't work in my family. So that's, that's, that's about when I got kicked out. But, um, so my mother was living with my Oma and my aunt and, uh, I'm up on the computer one day and my mom goes out and she comes back and I go downstairs to just like see who's there and my mom's there with this man that I've never seen and I'm just like okay she's just like I'm just grabbing some clothes I'm gonna go out for a while I just need to change clothes and I'm like okay didn't think anything of it uh, so I go back upstairs and I, I start playing video games and uh, I was really into this game called Counter Strike at the time but I had dial up internet so I couldn't really play it that well so it took you like 45 minutes just to log on. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're on, I couldn't like shoot anyone or move. Nothing registered. Um, so yeah, I was just like, I don't even know why I tried. And the computer I had was basically built for typing. So it wasn't even built for gaming. So I, it was just a bad situation. Um, so yeah, so I, I go upstairs and to do that. And I just hear them leave. I'm like, okay. They just left, so I continue out through my day until my, my aunt gets home. My aunt comes home, and uh, she starts walking around the house. And my aunt is ha my family has a serious temper problem, so my aunt is seriously just like thrashing around the house, screaming at the top of her lungs that she's the point where her face has gone red, and she's just freaking out. And I'm like, what's going on? And I go downstairs, and she's like, is your mom here? And I'm like, no, she came, and then she left because she just needed to change her clothes. My mother had come into the house while I was still there, and she had stolen so much of my aunt's stuff, like right under my nose. And the one thing that she stole was the video camera that had all of my footage from that summer on it. So You worked so hard to get that, too works so hard like i was doing tricks that i had to like sit there for like days to try to get down and then like at the time i wasn't like the greatest skateboarder but i was doing stuff that at my level was really like really good like i was i think i was doing a hard flip down a, a four stair and i mean a four stair isn't that big but still uh, from at my at the time that was like that was pretty big deal when you're that young and that early into skateboarding that's definitely a big deal man yeah, like I remember um, my other friend who was at my level, he he kickflipped. Uh, I don't know if you know North Kelowna at all, but there was a Rivery school had a three stair and he kickflipped it. And at that point, I was like, 
I've never seen that before. I never saw it in, like any in person. I've never seen anybody do that. I was determined to get like really good. So I did like I would just pushed myself. And that summer was the summer that I was going to send off, put all my footage together and send it off to a like I think it was a local. It was like skate. I think we had skate skates and we had Borders Anonymous at the time. Borders Anonymous doesn't exist anymore, but we had skate skates. And I was just like, man, I'm going to send this off. I just learned backside lip slides. That was like a huge deal because at the time that was like the trick you saw in all the 411 videos. Do you remember those videos? Oh, yeah. Watch them religiously. Yeah, those VHS like 411 videos that you had to like subscribe to to get or you could go down to Royal Sports and buy one if they had it. So, yeah. um, So my, my mother had stolen this camera. And basically after that point, my, up till then, I, I, when I, the problem is when I started to think for myself, um, I also started to see all of the bullshit that went on in front of me. I mean, I was a kid, so there was a lot more to it. There's like, I just got offended by almost anything, but like my eyes just opened and I was just like, you know, all those times that my mother, like I went to go see her in jail and she always had a, like a, uh, a birthday gift for me and like uh, when she got out we used to have hot dog raw hot dog eating competitions and we'd always eat sweet tarts that was our thing all of that stuff just just like erased from my memory like it was still there but it was just like she's not my hero anymore she just stole my possible future from me and like i knew she was a bad person down like she did bad things like deep down i knew she did deep bad things but as her like son and she was my hero i never thought ever like ever and i think that i can honestly say this is my first time in my life that i got my heart broken i never thought that she would ever take something from her own son like i i didn't even think i couldn't even think that was a possibility like i I didn't know that even happened in life i was just like did this really happen like i was like so frustrated i'm pretty sure i broke my skateboard and getting a skateboard was at the time was like impossible because my grandfather didn't believe in it and my we weren't very rich or or wealthy and skateboards costed 90 dollars at the time like they were expensive and uh, like i got it for christmas and i was just like so stoked and i used this thing for like so long and i just was so mad that all of that footage was gone and uh my heart was just broken and i just didn't know what to do anymore like i just snapped my board and it was just like that's it i quit like i was just like there's no point i was devastated just makes you want to give up you you worked so hard to get that and i mean i can relate man i i i used to film lots too and i know what it's like when you're you're throwing yourself down sets of stairs or you're you're trying to learn new tricks on ledges that are too high at the time and you end up with bleeding palms and bleeding elbows and bleeding knees and shins and the number of fucks that you give is exactly zero because you don't stop it doesn't matter what time it is it doesn't matter how long in the day you've actually been skateboarding for and that's it's it's a weird thing about skateboarding. It's such a 
bro down community based thing like it's just it doesn't matter like who you skateboard with you see some people at a spot and you'd go and you just start skateboarding with them because it was like this common bond you had and so you just you don't stop until you learn the trick like you just can't stop so i can relate like having that taken away from you it's it's like ripping your heart out of your chest yeah it was like a double heartbreak like there was the heartbreak of my mom completely betraying me i i honestly i never trusted her again i still to this day even before she passed like that's when we stopped talking like we she i i can guarantee she felt so bad uh that that's the reason why she never talked to me like she talked to my cousins she talked to everybody else but me like after that she probably felt so devastated that she just couldn't bear the like talking to me and the problem is this is possibly not the first time that she's stolen something from me. Now, I remember, I don't know how old I was, um, but I remember I had a birthday at Wheelie's. I remember yeah. Wheelie's. Yeah, it still exists, I think, but it's in a sketchier area. Um, I had my birthday at Wheelie's, and it was awesome. I remember I got a street shark. Do you remember street sharks? No. Man, there was a TV show. Um, it was like these sharks that had rollerblades. And they just... Anyway, it was this really cool at the time. Like, they had these, like, sharks with, like, rubber over them. And it was like you could... Their mouths would move up and down when you move their fin up and down. It was cool. So, so, so I got the, a, your, your keyword was at the time? Sorry? Your keyword was at the time? They were at cool the ta- at the time. Oh. I... <laughs> uh, I, no longer. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're still cool. I mean, if I had a street shark, if I had the guy with the the green and black stripes, I can't remember the name, but if I had it, I'd probably keep it somewhere. They were. Really cool. <laughs> I mean, they were they were useless action figures. They didn't. They weren't like GI Joes or anything. They were just like big bulky shark things. That's funny. But at the time, I was super stoked. Um, and we get a call from my aunt. Um, on my birthday. And she says for me not to go home, like for me to go sleep over at my friend Scott's house. Scott lived down the street. Um, he was a, a guy that I, I've, I met in grade two. And he was he transferred over to my elementary school and uh, we became best friends throughout elementary school and um, not through so much throughout high school, but throughout middle school, we're still like best friends. And so I went to go on my birthday. I was like, oh, man. And my grandfather never let me go for sleepovers. He just refused to let me go for sleepovers. And to this day, I still have no idea why he would not let me go for sleepovers. Like, that's just a weird thing to not let a kid do. Like, Friday night, I want to go on a sleepover at Scott's house. His family is crazy Christian. Like, what am I going to get into? What kind of trouble am I going to get into? Um, But, yeah, so I went over to Scott's house, and we stayed up and played – um like video games all night long and drank soda pop and um ate candy i actually i think at that time was when the red bull first came out here in canada and it was still in like these vials and oh, it the, ha- the glass bottles yeah and it didn't even have like words on it it was like russian or something i don't even know what they what it was um but we got those and we were just like we thought we were so badass that we got these like random we didn't even know what it was it was just some random drink they sold at 7-eleven um but anyway so yeah we did that all night long and 
I wake up and his mother makes this breakfast. Uh, his mom's amazing, by the way. She, she, her name is Mary Hildebrandt. She's amazing. Are you still um, buddies with Scott? No, no. We had we had a falling out, um, uh, roughly around high school. He just, uh, I think he got jealous. Um, I had a friend. Uh, he had a friend, and then we met, and then we became basically like best friends to the hip from the end of middle school until we're like 20 like right now till now where he's my best friend like you're your best friend he's my best friend that um no matter where we are in the world if we ever connect we're just it's like we've we've never been apart from each other so i feel like he was a little he was a little jealous of that but also um he became a huge dick so we're not friends anymore and who's who's your best friend now his name is Sheen, Sheen Sayre. He is a uh, he. He comes his his background. His 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 family is completely insane too. Um, so we 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 had a lot in common back in high school and middle school, and we skateboarded together all the time. He wasn't as good as I was, but we still skateboarded. And speaking of that, that was kind of my downfall of why I never really went anywhere is because like my friend Scott and sheen and my friend um the only other person that was really good were these two guys joel and brad they were the ones that were like we'd push each other to get better but my other friends are the ones that i hung out with more and they weren't very good so i never like i could have instead of like hanging out with them and just skirting skating curbs and and doing flip tricks and stuff like that and all this small stuff i could have been off with like my good friends doing like big uh, like woodsworth do you remember do you know woodsworth oh yeah You've ever done anything down Woodsworth? I have been to Woodsworth many a day. Yeah? Okay. Cool. We have a lot to talk about then. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Skateboarding podcast is a different... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like... Um, yeah, so I, I never progressed as much as I should have. I had the skills. I had the determination. I just decided that I wanted to hang out with my friends more than push myself to get better but they they were like they were pretty terrible like one of them skated mongo i know people <laughs> oh, listening no. to this will have probably no idea what that means but he pushed mongo and his 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 fate was right there let's um, define mongo okay so the the defining mongo is when you <laughs> have your foot at the back of the skateboard and you push instead of having it at the front of the board and so, you look like a goofball that's about to lose your balance. And you do. Like, how do you skate fast doing that? You can't move fast. How do you run and jump on your board as a Mongo? Please, it, somebody it, tell me that. If if Chris Cole ever listens to this, Chris Cole, <laughs> we love you. We're okay. glad that you fixed your Mongo problem. <laughs> there's very few skaters that were, like, I think there was a list of 11 when I was a kid that were pro. Anyway. Um... But Chris, yeah, Chris Cole, Cole, for anyone who doesn't know, Chris Cole is one of the best skateboarders in the world. He's badass. He wins street league like it's nothing. Yeah. Actually, I think he hasn't won in a while. I can't remember who won the last one. Um, but yeah, so that's the reason why um, I didn't progress further. I mean, I still skate to this day, and I'm still pretty damn good. But I, uh, yeah, it's just something that I should have progressed more, I feel. A little, little regret there. Um, we strayed from the path quite far. That's okay. We can always veer back. Yeah. So, so we were talking about your mom. She, 
she had kind of broken your heart by by stealing stuff and that's when you'd quit talking and you started hanging out more with uh with scott and then you're you're now best friend right before that so um what happened was so um scott i slept over at his house uh, on my birthday and then i went back home and i wasn't allowed in the house um somebody had broken into our house and stolen everything like absolutely everything your grandpa's place yeah and um my for some reason my grandfather wasn't shy to blame my mother for it he was straight up just like this is your mother's doing it's like she's the only one that would know where certain things were like they were digging through my grandfather my grandfather was a a pack rat he kept everything he kept he had a dresser completely filled with receipts for years so like stuff was pretty hidden if he needed to hide it and apparently people were going directly for certain things like he had a bunch of silver and a bunch of other things hidden and like they only went into those drawers and they only went to get that stuff. Um, and they also went into my room and they stole all of my, like, I had a, my Super Nintendo. Jeez, we still haven't talked about the Super Nintendo. Um, she stole, they stole my Super Nintendo, my prized Super Nintendo that I, it was like the last thing my grandmother got for me. Um, so yeah, so they think that was my, my mother. And, and to this day, no one's sure if it was her, but they suspect that it was because of all of the the stuff that went on and they also the neighbors saw a strange car and they said they think they saw my mother inside the car like while they were like robbing our house so that's the second time that i think that my mother possibly has stolen something from me and did she go back to jail like when you were a teenager um she went back to jail she went back to jail shortly after the the um the incident at the kidnapping incident <laughs> um i don't know why and i don't know how there's not like there's in my mind i don't really have a time frame of how long that took but she definitely wasn't there when i was with my grandmother in this home and do, do you think it like did she go back to jail or was she in jail for trafficking or what i don't know what she was back in jail for that was never explained to me there was um, there was so much going on. Like I just remember the kidnapping, uh, and then my mother and my grandmother uh, taking me to this place. And then from there, it just kind of was a whole new world. And then I was just with my grandmother a lot. And I never—I don't think I asked questions about my mom. I might have, but I don't really remember. Um, and then I—I I think after that after the whole that whole place happened i kind of found out i think my grandfather told me that my mom went back to jail when was the last time you talked to your mom like if you were out of touch with her oh man <sighs> it's probably like years i hadn't talked to my mother in years but she was living in winnipeg when she passed away yeah she was um, she was always like some kind of drug place. She was always with people for drugs. Um, she got, when my little brother was around, he was living with her for a long time. I don't even know how that was possible, but he was living with her for a long time and she got beat up almost to death in front of him. It was crazy. And I how, took care of him. how old was he? He was like a toddler, like 
must have been like two or three. Does he remember any of this? Um, probably not. Uh, he probably remembers the situation. Like, if somebody brings it up, he's like, oh, yeah, that happened. But he probably doesn't remember exactly what happened. So, wait, your mom got beat up. Your your mom's living in some house. Somewhere. And your little brother is living with her. Mm-hmm. Who knows if it's, like, a house with multiple people in it. But he's there. And then mm-hmm. what do you mean you had to take care of him? Like, he came to your grandpa's house? He came to my aunt's house. And it was summer break. So um, my 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 Oma was old at this point. She was like almost ninety, and my aunt worked every day. So my mom was, I guess, I don't know why, but I guess my mom was scared. Obviously, she was scared for my brother that he was something was going to happen to her, him because she just got beat up in front of her. So um, that she he stayed at my Oma's. And I stayed with him for like the entire summer. So like, me and him, and he. The thing about about Owen was he was a brat. Like, not even a brat. Like, he was possessed. And me saying that is gonna bring up a whole new story. But he was like he was possessed, and like he got like what child gets kicked out of two elementary schools in one year? How do you get kicked out of an elementary school? So he got kicked out of two elementary schools he was a rotten child like he lit my my little sister's hair on fire when she was a really young like he's he was just a he was not a not a good kid he lit her fucking hair on fire yeah like lit her head on fire and was laughing about it like i mean tra- trying to recreate like the michael jackson pepsi commercial incident i have no idea what that is but sure maybe maybe i'm a little too old here chris i'm dating myself uh, nah, I I I stopped watching television at a very young age. Like I just didn't like it. I didn't like commercials, and I didn't I didn't I wasn't like again. I like skateboarding, and I didn't keep up with world media. So I don't know. Maybe that could be the reason why I don't know a lot of things about that era. So your 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 mom was living in some place and got beat up, and then. Like, you weren't really talking to her at this point? No. Um, we haven't talked since um, she uh, she did that. She stole that stuff from my aunt's house. And then, like, so your sister is... Your sister would have been 11 when she, your mom passed away? Yeah. Was your sister living with your mom? No. My sister and my stepbrother were living with their father, who my sister currently lives with. Do you know him too? Yeah, yeah, I do, and um, I'm not too fond of him, but he's doing a pretty good job of raising Keegan. Like she's she's got a pretty good head on her shoulders. She gets she's pretty smart. She gets uh, like straight A's and in, in school, which is nice because I didn't do that. Um, my brother didn't do that, so it was it's kind of it was kind of brutal. So your sister, but, uh, how old's your sister now? She's thirteen. Thirteen now. Yeah. She just got a cell phone. And late that's to kind the of, game for a thirteen-year-old right? these days. Yeah, a little <laughs> like late. Every, to the every, game, right? every every kid who's like three years old and up has a cell phone now. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why I like her father a bit. His name's Ray. 
and uh, he's very old school for like raising her, which is nice. It's good, and she's not defiant, which is also nice. Um, but there are some things that I don't disagree with, and uh, he did give up my brother for um, like put him in a what is those those places called that you put kids that don't have parents oh, foster foster homes. Care. Yeah. So what's your brother now? He's got to be twenty something. But I'm you, not you're sure. Not entirely. close with him. No. Um. He's a completely different human than I am. We we we've been closer as of last year. We started talking more. We talk more over Facebook, and I've helped him get a job. But he's he has a record, so he can't. He's having a hard time getting a job. And um, he lives here. Yep, he lives here. He is uh he's he's a little taller than me. He's about five six, five seven. I'm five five. Um, he's ginger, very pale skin. Looks more like his father than than mother. Actually, none of us look like my mom. Um, we don't like have any features except for me. I'm short as short as heck. That's the only features I have. She was like four eleven. No she, way. She was tiny. So you and I are giants compared to your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was we're about small, the yeah. we're about the same size. Yeah, I have um, I have a hard drive, like an old old like four gig hard drive that has a photo of me, Owen and my mom on it when he was like three or four, and I want to dig that up and I want to get that photo because my sister and my brother would enjoy it. That's wicked. Yeah, it was like some old school webcam. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So when your mom, we never kind of touched on this. When your mom had passed away, like how did that go down? Like who had found her and how did, like if she was living on her own and Keegan's not there and like how did anyone even find out? Because it sounds that, like your mom wasn't in touch with anyone. Yeah, she wasn't. So we don't actually know. Um, I, somebody must know. There's somebody in this world that probably knows exactly what happened. Um, I have no idea. Even My family to, has to, no idea. Even to inform your family, though, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that again, I don't know. Nobody told me. My grandmother, I think, I think they actually contacted my grandmother first, and uh, I think that's how everybody found out. And then, but nobody can believe that woman's anything that comes out of that woman's mouth. So. Um, we weren't told. And then what? What kind of, what kind of drugs was your mom doing? Like, I remember, like we started off, she was doing those speed balls. Yeah. Did she? Did she always kind of do that? That kind of stuff her whole life, or was she like? Do you know much about that? I don't know much. We don't. We never talked about it. It was. When I had that time with my mother, where we were really close, and like it was just the most amazing thing. We didn't really talk about the bad times. We only talked about good stuff, like going to monster truck shows and um, watching TV together. We never really talked about that kind of stuff. She was clean for the longest time, I remember. But then, I don't know what happened. She relapsed and just all went to hell. Drugs are a beast, man. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. And... Uh, because of my mother I think I never would do anything like that 
Um, yeah, you said that you don't, like, you just don't have it. You don't have it in you. You don't have that that innate drive where you feel like you have to try them or have to do them. I remember you were telling me that. Um, yeah, there's there's this, this time with an ex-girlfriend. Um, she wanted me to do cocaine with her. <laughs> That's uh, kind of a long, long story right there. And uh, I have this <laughs> fear of needles, crazy fear of needles. Like I go white and almost faint out when I look at one, um, which is strange because I've done so much blood work in my life. But uh, that's I I think that's the number one reason why I could never do anything like intravenous drugs. I just needles, no thanks. Yeah, it's that's a that's a different ball game. Oh, doing doing drugs like yeah, that that's a different ball game. Yeah, no thanks. Um, yeah. So I, I'd like to touch on the. That one girlfriend that I had that I almost did cocaine with once. Oh, that was a crazy time when I lived in Gimli. Gimli's a whole nother chapter. Um, so, yeah. We still haven't even talked about Stacy. Oh, man. I wanted to go back to Stacy. Um, well. Tell me a little bit about Stacy, and then we can uh, we can always come back and hear a little bit about Gimli on the yeah. next episode yeah. of Character. So a little bit about Stacy is, oh man, this girl like I think she was the first girl, and I think it was at that age when it was the first time that I found girls attractive. And man, I was just, and it wasn't even like a physical attraction. Like I mean, she was beautiful. Um, but she wasn't like, it was more of her personality. She was such a badass, and it was something that I have never come into contact with. Like, she just did things because she wanted to do them, and she was actually like nice to me. Like, she would go out of her way to like get me to go and hang out with her and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. So she was amazing. We would do, me, her, and Matthew became like this, uh, this trio of disaster. We just wreaked havoc on this place that we were in. We just like at night we would go down to the pantry and we'd just get snacks and stuff like that. And it just felt like, I don't know, we just felt free. It was just like a whole new world. It was like, it was like everything before then didn't happen. Like, this was, like, a whole new life, and it just, like, started over. Um, and the thing is, like, I remember, like, Stacy and I, and she, like, I didn't know what a kissing kissing was or anything like that, but I remember, I can't, there was, at Christmas, a mistletoe, and she's like, hey, hey, Chris, just, like, kiss me, and I'm like, what, what, hold on, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, like, what? Uh, uh, and I was so awkward. I'm still so awkward. But uh, and it happened. It was like my first kiss. Well, I wouldn't say my first kiss. In elementary school, there was always those little weird pecs that you had with like girlfriends hand quotes. But like, yeah, it was my first like kiss. And like, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and do you like so? Were, was Stacy actually like your girlfriend? No. No. Uh. That was never talked about. We never 
never even that 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 conversation never even came up. We were just friends. I don't know if she just like maybe she did because to this day I'm still so terrible at signs from females. So maybe she did. Maybe she, I don't know. But we never became a couple. Um, you have no idea where Stacy is, do you? No. But when I did get out, it was like getting out of jail. That's what it sounds like anyways. When I did get out and Matthew got out and Stacy got out, there's a whole other chapter. Dude, we got to hunt down Stacy and Matthew. We got we got a lot to talk about here. So I think on that note, we can talk Gimli. We can talk Matthew. We can talk Stacy. There's a lot in the pipeline. We're going to have to do it again. Yeah, sounds good. Chris Friesen you are one hell of a human being i appreciate the fuck out of you and uh you're a really good guy man means a lot i'm glad we're doing this man i'm 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 just so happy uh, this is uh i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but this is this is one of the most important things uh from a project standpoint that i think i've ever been been fortunate to be a part of and uh just excited to see see how this all unfolds yeah i'm super excited to see where this goes on so many different levels